We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The hottest next tape you'll find online. Next all day. We bleed blue and orange. This is Knicks Fan TV, your one-stop shop for the ultimate New York Knicks fan experience. News, rumors, debates, post-game live streams featuring live callers. Let's go Knicks, baby! And now, your host, CP, the NY Fanatic. All right, let's see if this thing still works. Here we go. Testing one, two, three. CP in the building. Salute to Knicks Nation on this Friday night. Happy holidays to the family worldwide, wherever you guys are watching from. Uh, CP back in town, back in the studio. Salute to you guys. I hope everybody is doing well on this holiday time. If you're a diehard Knicks fan who loves to talk about Knicks news, Knicks rumors, and post-game live analysis featuring live callers, smash that subscribe button below and the notification bell so you don't miss anything. Hey, today is is an interesting one as we wrap up the week. We have a lot of trade rumors, a lot of news going down right now. Uh, And one we have to start off with is Dennis Smith Jr., you know, a, a lot. There's been a lot of smoke going on with DSJ lately. You heard the DSJ to Minnesota rumors. We heard Minnesota had been interested a few weeks back. Now, last night after the Knicks versus Nets game, Knicks won 94-82. Make no mistake. Um, Ian Begley had come out on SNY and announced that there were several Knicks players who privately have expressed interest in being traded away from the team. All right? Great news to some of you guys. For some of us, Christmas came a day late. Fantastic. Uh, And then now today, we hear that, according to Shams of, of The Athletic, their rival teams who believe that DSJ is one of those guys who wants out of New York and that the market could be heating up for them. I'm very surprised to hear that the market is heating up for him because, let's just be honest, DSJ stinks right now. I mean, this was my pick to really, you know, get us off to a good 
season, a respectable season for the Knicks. I thought if the Knicks were going to have any chance to defy the odds, which was around 28 wins, according to Vegas, 27, 28 wins, I thought it was going to have to be on the back of GS, DSJ really taking a leap in his third year. And he has taken a leap. He's taken a leap off a cliff because he has been terrible, absolutely terrible. I mean, listen, I understand, you know, he had a set. He had some setbacks in the beginning of the year. He had a passing in the family. We we respect that. There's nothing personal there. Uh, but to start off the year, he had the back injury. The back slowed him up. He missed a couple of games. Then he had the passing in the family. Then he came back. Uh, and has been relatively ineffective. I mean, when you think about these DSJ rumors, the question is, what are you exactly going to get for this guy right now? Uh, basically, it, it, you know, producing nothing, producing absolutely nothing for the Knicks right now. I mean, he's, he's shooting 32% from the field at 16 minutes a night, 29% from three. I mean, this is a two guard and a point guard's body. A tweener, if you will, and he, and he's not even tweening. He's not doing anything well. He's not facilitating well. He's not playing defense. He's not shooting efficiently. And this this kid is just taking a step back, man. Uh, I've been disappointed in, in DSJ's uh, production so far. And I just so you know when I hear these trade rumors, I'm just like, what the hell are we gonna get for him? I mean. Some of the comments here when I posted it on Twitter have been downright hilarious. We had one person say trade him and sign J. Cole. <laughs> so, you got other people talking about a pair of Jordans and, and a pair of 300-level tickets. So, you know, a bag of chips, two rolls of quarters I see in the chat. So, I mean, obviously among the fan base, there's not too many high on his market value right now, and I can't blame him. I just don't know what the market value will be for DSJ. Once again, another team looking to trade him. You had Dallas uh, ready to trade him on the first thing smoking last year. Once they drafted Luka Doncic and DSJ kind of fell out of favor, fell out of the rotation, and then they said that he, he, was, uh, he was requesting a, a trade out of Dallas. So I, I don't know. I don't know if it's him just being disgruntled or or what it is, but DSJ in his third season in the NBA, um, it's it's highly doubtful if he plays for the Knicks again because once again he's out with an oblique injury, and, and that's another thing. He's the injuries. You know, he came in with with ACL issues. He has back issues, spasms is what is what got him in the preseason. And now he's got an oblique. He, he barely even plays, and he's he's getting injured. So at a kid at, at 22 years old already, the injuries are piling up on him. And so, yeah, I, I don't know. What, what do you guys think in the chat, man? Let me know. Give me a call, 657-383-1509. We're going to take some calls tonight. I want to get you guys' opinion on these trade rumors. So it, it, it's kind of been revealed that, that DSJ could be one of the people that's been requesting a trade. I've also thought that uh, maybe Ellington wants out. Maybe Portis. And maybe Iso. I think those are the guys, based on whatever rumors you're hearing, that privately want to uh, be traded but haven't gone to the team as yet. This has been reported by Ian Begley, that various people have been uh, privately 
uh, intimating that they want to be traded. And then Shams came out and said it's DSJ. But I think if I had to choose, I think it would be DSJ. I think it's Portis. I think it's Ellington. I think it's ISO. I, I think it's ISO. I think ISO clearly hasn't been too thrilled with his playing time, a lack thereof. And going into another free agent season form, I think I, I think he, he would want to change the scenery. I don't want to trade him. I don't necessarily want to trade him. But I, I think ISO is, uh, I, I think he's going to be interested in the trade, change of scenery. And, um, you know, again, let's, let's see where the Knicks move there. Uh, another thing with ISO that I saw this past week, he got into a little social media issue with Twitter. Again, I, I don't want to get into the he said, she said part of it, but I, I think people had noted that he liked a tweet that may have been disparaging R.J. Barrett a little bit in terms of why ISO wasn't playing. And so it's hard to really gauge you know, what people really mean on Twitter in terms of what they say or, or, or their engagement, but not a good look. You know, for a young player, definitely not a good look. Um, you know, so ISO definitely wants to be careful there and, and you don't want to be seen as, as showing up your teammates and whatnot. But I, I think DSJ will be most likely to go. Again, I don't know what ISO's trade market will be. Ellington, I think, may have a market, you know, for a team that's looking for back end of the rotation type shooting. Portis, we'll see. I don't think Mars was the one requesting the trade, but obviously, you know, I want to trade Mars. I, I think we got to get some type of value for him while we still can. And, uh, Rand, you know, you guys still want to trade Randall. I, I would listen to, to offers. I would certainly listen to offers for Randall. But um, I, I don't see that happen. I, I don't see Randall getting dealt at all. Um, just because, number one, they just got him. Uh, number two, it would be a huge admission that their free agency has failed. And for a front office that's really trying to hold on to their jobs right now, I don't think that's something that they truly want to admit. So I, I don't think Randall's going to get traded. He is playing well. Give credit. I mean, last night against the Nets, he was, he was outstanding. 38-3 points, 8 rebounds, a highly efficient night for Randall. This was one of his best games, no doubt about it. Obviously, Nets were shorthanded, but Knicks are always shorthanded. They're the Knicks. So give credit where credit is due. He played well. He played well, and he, and he led his team to victory 94-82. to And as we see with Randall, um, at, when he plays in control, you know, good things happen. When he's not forcing the issue, I, I think good things happen to him. I, I think good things happen to him. So last night was one of those things. Um, so that, that's the latest on, on the trade rumors in terms of our players. Now let, let's talk about the Carl the Anthony Towns rumors because these things really pick up steam um, just, just out of the blue. You know, Mark Berman of the New York Post, he came out with an article earlier this week that said... <laughs> The Knicks will keep tabs on uh, uh, certain players should they become disgruntled. Whatever that means, right? Should they become disgruntled? And, and he named Carl Anthony Towns a, as a potential. 
And then the, the thing with Berman that gets me is he goes back to the, you know, the hometown team sort of thing. So it, 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 he's from Jersey. He grew up a Knicks fan. I mean, we, we've heard it from every player that the Knicks are trying to get. You know, Kawhi Leonard's uncle loved the Knicks. KD loved the Knicks. His dad loved the Knicks. Uh, Ky- Kyrie was born in, you know, grew up in New Jersey. He was a Nets fan, but. You know, so he throws all that stuff out there. Listen, obviously, I'd love to have a play like Carl Anthony Towns. He's having an outstanding, outstanding season so far. On his way to another All-Star season. Probably All-NBA first-team considerations. Got to give it to him. He's having an outstanding year, but it's just not realistic. The, the Towns deal is just not realistic um, from a few standpoints. Number one, he has no trade leverage. He just signed a massive Supermax deal, five years, $190 million last year. So even if he does become disgruntled and goes into to, to the Wolves front office and say, hey, trade me to the Knicks, the Wolves general manager and the president is going to say, ha-ha, very funny, we will trade you, <laughs> but we'll trade you to the, the highest bidder. And that's just how it's going to work. He has zero leverage. And, you know, so right after the Berman article comes back, comes out, the Twitter mentions are blown up. CP, what do you think about this trade? What do you think about that trade? Everybody's on their 2K trade machine offering, you know, three guys that they can't stand all year and thinking that's going to land them. Carl Anthony Towns, you know, I'll give you Frank. I'll give you Kev. I'll give you the two Dallas picks, and and uh, I'll I'll throw in Kadeem Allen and give me Towns. You know, doesn't work that way. Doesn't doesn't work that way. So Towns is he's gonna command the hole. Any team that's gonna get rid of their franchise player, you're gonna have to pay to play. People, this isn't this isn't two K where you could just force the issue. Just doesn't work that way. So Towns is he's gonna command a huge hole. No, I'm not trading Mitch for him because the other thing about Towns that I think separates him from the elite bigs is his defense. You know, his defense is still questionable. Yes, he does average one block a game. And he certainly improved that way. And yes, he's a he's an excellent facilitator for a big. It ta- Towns is, is is what you want to see Randall be. A more consistent more reliable, smarter, higher IQ, Randall. Better, better shooter as well. You know, he's what you want to see Randall be. I look look at Randall as, uh, you know, a lesser of the two, the lesser of the two. But to me, it's his defense that doesn't put him on that upper echelon of an Embiid, an AD, you know, those bigs like that, the cream of the crop. And then so when people say, do you want to put Mitch in a deal? Well, then you're going backwards once again, because part of, of, you know, even if we were to entertain the fantasy of trading for towns, number one, you're going to give up your, 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 your picks. It's you're not, the Dallas picks are not going to get it done. You're going to, one of those picks is going to have to be a, a lottery unprotected pick. Okay, so that that already I'm hanging up. I'm not, I'm not, I'm done doing that. Where I'm I'm going all in for an all star caliber player, not a superstar. And then once I deplete the farm, I got to figure out how I'm gonna build back around them. I got to figure out where my point guard's still gonna come from, where my shooting is still gonna come from. 
And now people are saying, would you put Mitch in the deal? No, because I need that defense. I want my rim protector here. I don't want Mitch going anywhere. Because Towns is not going to give you that. Now, yeah, you can you can find a, a you know a formidable five that can that can play defense and rim protect. Sure, you know Mitch isn't everything, but he's a kid that I want to grow with. And I'm not trying to you know make that move where I'm again looking for the rest of my team once I get this guy here. He's a good player. He's not a game. He's not a game changer. Very talented player. Great player. You know what I mean? Great player, but I, I, I just, I just can't, I can't do that. So it, it's a cool fantasy to entertain for right now. And shout out to Berman for for stirring the pot because this has become a, uh, you know, this has become a league wide speculation now that Carl Anthony Towns to the Knicks trade hot stove is heating up. So, it's just very interesting, man. But, you know, like I said, I'd like to see it, but not going to happen. Great season. 26.5 points, 11.7 rebounds, 4.4 dimes. This man is he's outstanding. He's outstanding uh, right now. It's Carl Anthony Towns. So, again, you know, with the trade rumors, guys, I know you guys want to skip skip the process, but... We, we need to draft our own towns. You know, we need to draft our own superstars. That's where the majority of these guys are going to come. It's going to come from the draft. And this one coming up is going to be very important. Another important one for us. So, we, we, got, we got to draft our own guys, man. But it's good to dream. It's good to dream, man. It's definitely good to dream. But, yeah, let me, let me know what you guys think about the um the towns rumors and all the, the Knicks trade rumors who do you want to see uh the Knicks part with who don't you want to see the Knicks part with I'm going to get to the phones in a second I uh, just want to once again salute to everybody in the chat man it's good to be back I was out uh on the west coast in LA got some family out there so I spend uh uh you know the holiday times and and you know special occasions and every so often out there in the west coast so that was a good time we had a we had a west coast get together had about 12 people get together for the Knicks versus Heat game last week you had uh CK2K who you guys know um, some more fans of the show who I just put it out there and they just said, hey, let me know where you're going to be and and uh, and I'll come link up with you, man. So we had a great time. So shout out uh, David Fudernick, Paul Quick. Shout out my guy Neil, CK2K, Sean Shepard. Salute to Sean Shepard. Um, he's out there. He actually lives right around the corner from me out in L.A. And Sean's been a supporter of the show uh, for quite some time now. He's, he's been an OG supporter of the show for quite some time. And he came out. We we linked up for the uh, for the Heat game, and then we also linked up for the um, for the Wizards game. And the Heat game got out of control very fast, so it actually led to great conversations being had by all. And then the Wizards game was was just um, an outright disaster. So next time we're coming to a city near you, man. Next time uh, wherever we go next, I'm I'm thinking about Miami might be next in March. So uh, that's an option for those of you in the 305. Let's link up. Uh, I'll do a little happy hour get together at the Cleveland. Then we meet on South Beach and hold a vibe and hang out. But yeah, it's just good times, man. It's the, it's the power of this community that we're building, and um, I definitely have to to appreciate those guys for coming out and supporting. 
because we definitely had a good time. So with that being said, um, hang on one second. This this is my food here. Hang on. Yeah, man, got a, got a multitask, man. Got my got my food delivery here, and uh, so forth. All right, so let's get to the phones. Let's go to Keon from Brooklyn. Is up first. Keon, what's going on, man? How you feeling, bro? Hey, CB, what's going on? Happy holidays and all the good stuff, man. Thank you, man. You too, bro. Yeah, so this is what I want to talk about. Okay, mm-hmm. we got 50 games left. Let me be a little pie in the sky for Knicks fans, right? I like what the direction Miller has taken the team in, okay? Now, if we go 500 the rest of the way, which is 25 and 25, we'll finish with 33 wins. Now, the team that got the number one pick last year, I think won 32 or 33 games. So the thing is, tanking to try to get a number one pick, to me, is not the move. You just got to let where you guys let the, um, the chips yeah. fall where they may. All right, going to the trades now. Mm-hmm. I don't understand what's up with some of my moronic Knicks fans. Hey, Randall, even though some people don't make like, not like his IQ, he's someone that's on his arch up in the NBA. You watched him from when he started with the Lakers to where he went to New Orleans. He's moving forward. Like, now the coach got him in position to do something. So, I don't think you should ever try to think about trust, treading Randall. He was this um, regime's um, number one acquisition this offseason. You, you shouldn't trade Randall. All right, DSJ, you can leave. Don't like the game. Not that great. They got the point guard from the G League. Bring him in so he can supplement minutes if Frank is not going to pull through at the back of the Payton. So the people I want to see gone from the Knicks, I want to see DSJ gone for sure. Don't like him. Doesn't have the temperament to play in New York. All right, Morris is very tough. I like Morris's game. But if you could go ahead and get an asset for Morris, you go ahead and do that because you know what? He's in a one-and-done deal anyway, so – you could possibly re-up him and sign him next offseason. You're like, you know, whether the Yankees traded Chapman and they brought him back the next season. You could do something. You could let him as a loner and hopefully he wants to come back to New York. I think he has that New York edge. But um, Knicks fans got to chill with talking about Trent and Randall. Like, don't you realize when a player is coming into his own, he's 24 years old, yeah. that was actually a decent signing because he's on his arch up. Like, let him rock out. I like his game, and I like Miller as the coach right now. I'm not saying okay. everything go and get my boy Mark Jackson like a coach for November. <laughs> yeah, you're Mark Jackson. I think the Knicks should. You know the Mark Jackson guy. I'm the one that called for Fizdale Hell at the beginning of November. Like, if they tra- if they had got rid of Fizdale 10 games earlier, we could possibly be sitting on 12, 13 wins right now. That's real talk. So my main thing is this. Like, chill out with the t- trading Randall nonsense. I can see us trading more even though I don't want to because I think he fits New York. And, yeah, and DJ is garbage, man. That dude, yo, we got fleeced in that KP trade, dude. Like, with uh, real talk, it's we looking like got it, man. KP trade. It's looking like it. And appreciate the call. Happy holidays, my dude. Uh, yeah, it's it's looking like the KP trade was just a gamble that, that uh, went terribly wrong. I don't know. I, I hate to relitigate this because I, I really don't want to spend the whole show on it. But, yeah, bottom line is, yeah, DSA's been terrible. And I don't know <laughs> which end is up with this kid because between the injuries and he just hasn't looked good, man. He just has not looked good in any spurts. Like, the Dallas, the one Dallas game, okay, he looked all right. And I believe the second Philly game that we played him at home, he's looked good. But DSA, he's been terrible, man. I, I I can't, you know, I've been I was wrong on him for sure. So far, I've been wrong on him for sure. 
And I don't, I don't know what, what they end up getting back from right now. I can't see anything. You know, people have asked me about, you know, Josh Okochi from Timberwolves. I mean, yeah, that would be a nice, uh, uh, you know, project for us to get back. But I don't even know if DSA can command that, to be honest. Yeah, because you're literally talking about a guy that you're going to give up. I, I hate to say on the cheat, but it, it's, you're going to give him up on the, on the downside. The, the, the Knicks are, have no leverage in the trade market. Um, going into this, especially with how bad this team has been, you know, they, they, they have no leverage. They have no leverage on, on any of these guys. So let, let, let's see. Let, let's see what happens. But salute to uh, salute to Keon on that. Salute to everybody in the chat. I want to shout out Chen. Dan Wynn, what's going on? The Shells, my guy. How you feeling? Happy holidays. Big Daddy C, what's going on? Robert Velez in here. Who's Mark? What's going on? Alex Krampus. Apple Fanboy, always in here. It's me. What's going on? Mr. Nix 101. How you guys feeling? Steven Rosa, what's going on? Definitely want to shout out the Super Chats that came in. As usual, Leon Johnson, thank you. He says, this bum DSJ comes up the court like he's about to cross the whole team. <laughs> Get this bum out of here and whoever else. Yeah, I, I think... Uh, Based on me, I was checking the temperature of the family on, on all my platforms, uh, on Twitter and Instagram, at TV, And yeah, people are ready to get this guy out of here, man. I mean, just, just read some of the comments in here. I was rolling all day because uh, the, the fan base is ready to ship this guy out. And, and how could you really blame him? How could you really blame him, man? I, I don't know if it's ego or, or, or what it is, but... You know, he's, he's just not producing. My man, Michael Parker, the number one fan of the show with a $50 super chat. Salute to my man. That's an OG day one. Knicks Fan TV representative. Always supports us every night. Can't thank you enough, brother. Thank you so much. Uh, happy holidays to you. And, and um, yeah, glad, glad to be back with you guys, man. Last but not least, I want to shout out uh, Mr. Double Up. First time, Super Chat, he says, trade DSJ for Lonnie Walker on the Spurs. I don't think Pop is going to help you with that trade, bro. I, I don't think Pop is going to help you there, but it's uh, it, it's good to dream. Good to dream, man. Um, let's, let's keep it in Brooklyn. JJ's up. How you feeling, bro? How you doing? Yo, CP, welcome back, man. Happy holidays. Thank bro. you, man. Same to you. How you doing, bro? Thanks, man. Pretty good. Let me just talk about the town's, you know, rumors or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. You know, that's to me, that's just not the type of guy I would trade. Like you said, the people saying, oh, let's give him Frank and Knox and Dodson. I mean, no. come on, man. They, they, they <laughs> want to give you everybody you know, who they trash on a nightly <laughs> basis and then hype them up like they're worth it. <laughs> it doesn't work that way, man. I mean, they're going to they're gonna say, let's start with Mitch and Barrett in your first this year. Like, you know, not those players. You're not going to get something decent unless. No, a superstar player. Yeah. But even, I wouldn't trade all, you know, all our picks, which is what you're going to have to do to get a start. Because to me, in this, you know, the league nowadays, it's just such a guard and a wing league. Like, I don't even know if you could build around, like, a, a star center. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what team is great because of a center? Besides Philly, you know. Philly, you got Nuggets, but they haven't won anything yet. You know, they haven't yeah, won anything. Yeah, Towns, what, he's been to the playoffs one time, I think, Towns. You know, yeah. he never got out of the first round. You know what I'm saying? Like, Yeah, I mean, you know, people, people have said that as well. And, have, and yeah. people have, you know, brought up the fact that he's not a winner and so on and so forth. I mean, I can, 
I yeah. agree to that to a certain extent. I mean, the team hasn't been good. Let's just be honest. Like, Wiggins has not been good. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, the best player they've had in Towns' era has been Jimmy Butler. He was there for for two seasons. And, yeah. and on yeah, the but, last one, on the way out, he tracks like Towns. So. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. But if, if you look at it like that, you know, all the assets we're going to trade, he'll have less talent here than he would have in Minnesota. There you go. You know, who's our, who would be our Wiggins or our Butler? <laughs> there you or go. even our T. You know what I'm saying? Like, it would be like Minnesota. Thank you very much. You know. Thank you very much. I, I mean, that's that's you know, my yeah. point. It's like, you're going to now empty the house, which... Number one, I don't think we have the assets for. Number two, even if we did, it's going to cost a lot. And then you're going to be like, all right, now what? <laughs> now we got to build a team again. It's not worth it. Not worth it, man. Like I said, I know a lot of you guys want to want to jump the gun with the rebuild, but it's going to be ugly, man. It's going to be a process, and we, we just got to stick it out. You know what I mean? Uh, so salute to JJ. Uh, salute to everybody in the chat once again. If you're new in the chat, leave me a hashtag new. So I can shout you guys out. We got uh, roughly about 600 people watching on YouTube. Salute to everybody watching on Facebook. You already know. Periscope, Twitch, everybody watching. As you guys know, it's time to pay the bills. This show is brought to you by the good people at Scotch Porter Premium Beard Products. Um, This is the company that I use. This is the company that I use uh, for all my beard products, the shampoo, the conditioner, uh, the serum and the bomb, and and it, and it keeps keeps me right, man. It keeps my beard looking good, fresh, hydrated, everything. All natural products, all natural products, and uh, you know th- this is a great company. Shout out to Q. Q from Brooklyn just got his package. They're offering fifty percent off uh, for the holidays on their beard. Um, collection, so you can get a huge care package for yourself. Start the year off right, fellas. Get the Scotch Porter Ultimate Beard Collection. You can go to scotchporter.com slash hashtag KFTV. scotchporter.com slash hashtag KFTV. And uh, if you want to support the channel, that that's how you can do so. So support the Q. He just sent me a picture. He got his care package in the mail for Christmas. And uh, and he's he's ready to try that out. All right, let's go back to the phones. Jamal from Jersey's up next. He wants to talk about the DSA trade rumors. How you feeling, bro? California P, what up, man? How's everyone, man? How you doing, bro? Not bad. Um, the Dennis Smith Jr. thing. The best thing you could hope for is trade him to a bad team and for a second round pick that's going to be high in a second round draft. Yeah. It's value at an all time low. Ship him out of there. You should have took him to California with you and just left him <laughs> at one of the sports bars or something. Whatever. <laughs> told told but, him uh, there was Bojangles inside even... and peeled off. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> something that's going to be a little bit more controversial. I wanted to see if I could get you on board with, with a Chris Paul trade. The OKC Thunder got 15 first-round picks, right? Yeah. And your two major reasons for doing a trade like this is Mitchell Robinson and R.J. Barrett. Chris Paul played with DeAndre Jordan, all-star. Tyson Chandler made him an all-star. David West made him an all-star. A leader like that, a hard worker like that, could be crucial to these young kids' development. Get them some easy buckets. They got to give you like three or four of them picks for yeah. absorbing his contract. The free agency class is weak this year. You ain't missing out on nothing. You got to wait to the year after and beyond to even 
entertain that if you even lucky enough to get somebody. And Mitch is a second round pick. Like he, he your control over him is coming up fast. You gotta get these young kids some positive forces, some development for them not wanna leave out of the doors the first chance they get. RJ Barry gonna have his eyes on on Canada. And and it's yeah. time to get something for mentioning these young boys, man. I hear you, man. I like, hear you, and, and, and appreciate the call. It's just too the, the CP three thing is just it, it's just too much of a gamble for me, man. The the money is a lot. You know, you're gonna have to play him. So I'm looking to get my point guard in the draft this season. If I if I don't get lucky enough to get Anthony Edwards one, then I'm going with one of the points. I'm going. Uh, all right, yeah, I'm going Lamelo. I'll go RJ Hampton. I'll, I'll go Nico Mannion. Definitely looking at him. What do you guys think about Cole Anthony now that he tore his ACL? Again, another gamble. But if the Knicks somehow get screwed in the lottery, which is a likely possibility, you know, he could still be there. So I'm, I'm looking to get that point guard in the draft. There's no doubt that CP3 can help this team. 100%. 1,000%. CP3 can help this team in all the ways that JJ mentioned. He can help develop uh, uh, J, um, RJ Definitely Mitch, the Gotham Live would be executed flawlessly. I just think it's too many years on that contract um, that we would have to deal with. I mean, Houston really, really gave uh, him that bag. I mean, they gave him a lifetime achievement award in terms of that contract. Real talk. Real talk. So, um, I, I just, I just... I can't do it with the with the financials, man. I can't do it with the financials. And then then they're talking about the the Brody rumors. Who's Mark? Is he's who's Mark? Start causing trouble, stirring up Westbrook rumors. I I don't know who this source was. I seen it flying around on Twitter, but that's not happening. Brody is not getting traded until after the playoffs when they see how far they can go. Brody's not getting traded, people. But you know, they, and especially for the deal that I saw, where it was like Knox, uh, Morris, two first. Please, please. All right, Brody is not coming to the Knicks. All right, let's let's just get that out there. Um, I got I got to go grab our food, man. I got to take a quick pause in the action. Never before done on Knicks Fan TV. Everybody in the chat, hang tight two minutes. We'll get back to the calls. My food is outside getting cold. Uh, let me go get that real quick. Be right back. All right, back at it. They said Chinese food. No, it's not Chinese food. Not Chinese food tonight. I'm doing Mediterranean tonight, man. I got a dope Turkish spot by the crib um, that I usually go to. So I'm not going to get into that. Let me shout out the hashtag news real quick. I want to shout out. Um, Lawrence Glover, he's team hashtag new. What's going on? Salute to Lawrence Glover. Let's shout out uh, Snyder Two Nights, team hashtag new. Snyder Team Two Nights, what's going on? Salute to you. T. Paris, Rockwell's Pipe, Apple Fanboy, not new. Chris Russo, what's going on? Checking in from Jersey. How you feeling? And uh, there was a couple others. But yeah, man, salute to everybody who's new. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. Uh, make sure you hit that subscribe button and and uh, join the family. We definitely appreciate it. Also, salute to Michael Ray for the super chat as well. He sends us a super, $10 super chat, so Michael Ray, definitely appreciate it. All right, back to the phones. BK from Harlem wants to talk about this DSJ trade. How you feeling, bro? 
Hey, what's going on, CP, man? Happy holiday to you, You brother. too, bro. How you doing, man? And I'm good. All right, so first of all, I'd like to say I'm a diehard Knicks fan, man. I'm 35, and I'm ready to give up because I still want to stay alive pretty much now. I don't want to have a stroke. He's looking out for his health. <laughs> He's really looking difficult. out for his health. Yeah, hey. man, like, yo, man, it's, it's stressful. All the arguments with my friends, and it's crazy, but basically to the DSJ. I feel different than anybody in the chat and you. I pretty much believe that his confidence was taken away. He he just looked lost. Besides the situation with yeah. his stepmother, and everybody deals with death different, so we True. don't know how that's affecting him. True. So I think we should give him a little benefit of the doubt. But I believe the system that Fisdale had and the way he was doing the lineup took a lot of confidence away. I believe if we was to give him the confidence and make him feel like, yo, we need you to run this, start him every game, he don't have to worry about if he make a bad play, that he going to sit down. I believe we will get the DSJ that we thought we was going to get. I'm pretty much sure you was watching the summer workouts too, and you was pretty excited, right? Hey, I had high hopes for him, man. I did have high hopes for him. Yeah, no doubt yeah, about yeah. it. No doubt. I don't even have – I mean, it's yeah, gotten yeah, so yeah. bad, bro. I don't even have highlights from this season to show a DSJ. Right now I'm showing last yeah, year's yeah, joints. I, that's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he ain't doing nothing, but he just looks – like his confidence is gone. That's basically what it is. He don't look at. He don't even have a bounce in his step. I don't believe it has anything to do with no injury, anything like that. He just yeah. looks like his confidence is gone. Like yeah. I, I play basketball, so I have a different outlook when I'm watching it. So I'm looking. I'm like, yeah, it's something going on to where he just don't feel comfortable. Something. But if we was to make him feel comfortable, I believe like. Not for nothing. I know for a fact he feels like he's better than um Nilakina. I know he feels like yeah, he's better than Alpha Yeah, Pan. I'm sure he has that ego. Well, he, I appreciate he, the call, he, man, but he's got to deliver. You know what I mean? Appreciate the call. He's, he's got to deliver. And I understand um, what, what you got, what you were saying. Maybe he, he's not processing uh, the situation in his family well. A lot of us wouldn't. Let's, let's just be real um, um, for a second. But... The problem is, it's not a perfect world in the NBA. It's a next man up league. And if you're not producing, you know, it, the, the situation, again, I, I told you guys this from the beginning. The Peyton situation complicated everything for everybody, including Frank, including DSJ, even including ISO, just in terms of the backcourt rotations. But it, but, but you, you got to show and prove. I mean, give credit. Peyton is coming in. He is the best point guard of the group. Let's just be real. And somebody asked me the same question with Frank in terms of, you know, why isn't Frank starting and and so on and so forth. I believe these, these guys should get their time, but it's also about the development of the rest of the team. It's not just one guy on the court, right? So I think Peyton is important for Randall, for Mitch, for RJ, in terms of just being a, the proper floor general to get these guys organized and get them off to a good start. Now, the problem is you have three point guards on the team that need playing time. You have your best point guard and you have two lottery picks. That was the problem when they brought in Peyton was that you created another log jam that you created last year when you had Frank, you had Moutier, and you had DSJ as well. 
So it's the same thing. That's why I didn't necessarily want Peyton here, even though he is the best option for this team right now. So, and then on top of that with DSJ, they, he's trying to fix his jumper, trying to stay healthy, and he's trying to be a real point guard. So it's a lot, of, like you said, it's a lot of things going through his head right now. But, I mean, the facts are he's just not producing. I mean, like I said, I, I don't even have 2019 highlights to show you guys right now because there's nothing that's really been worthy of it. Unfortunately, that's just how the game goes. I, I hope he can recover, but I think they will end up trading him. I still think they will end up trading him, but... We'll, we'll, we'll just see how it goes, man. Salute to everybody in the chat. Salute to Tim Hayward. He's team hashtag new. Salute to you. Uh, 30 cities in the chat as well. Where's everybody checking in from on this Friday night? I hope uh, everybody's enjoying their holiday. Make sure you, you spend some time with your family. Catch up with people you haven't caught up with. Get some rest. You know, those things that, that uh, as BK's from Harlem said, keep you alive. He's trying to keep himself alive. He doesn't know if he can still be a Knicks fan or not. So... Uh, maybe you be a Knicks fan and still do those things. You keep a good balance, keep a good equilibrium. You know what I mean? So you have your, your, your pleasure on one side and your stress on the other side and it keeps, keeps you even, keep you even keel. You know what I mean? Well, salute to everybody in the chat. Once again, hit that thumbs up button for your boy. Uh, please be sure to do that. Please hit that like button. Shout out to Jimmy UCLA. Jimmy was trying to get out there with us in LA, but, um, didn't get a chance to, to make it out. Definitely want to shout out Jimmy for, for making the effort, though. Salute to uh, my guy Sean from Argentina. He was out there with us rocking as well. Sean is an interesting case. Sean was born in L.A. And he was a Knicks fan. And he's born, I mean, he's he's an older guy. He's probably, I would say, close to 40 if I had to, if I had to uh, assume. This guy was born in L.A., born in California, born and raised. And grew up a Knicks fan. That's that's the most unique th- situation I've ever heard. But anyway, uh, we had a chance to, to vibe out with him at Summer League. And he came and met up with us last week as well. So, um, good times were had by all, as I said. Um, but salute to everybody, man, wherever you guys are at. Watching from around the world. We, we definitely appreciate it. Um, we love seeing where people are checking in from. Because uh, it's a global it's a global situation. You got Knicks fans all over the world. House Flan, Santa Clarita. House Flan didn't come check us. You know what I mean? He didn't come check us. We got uh, S. Martinez checking in from the Bronx, Waterbury, Connecticut. Salute to you. We got my guy, Gotta Be Legend, checking in from Costa Rica. Daryl Brown, Denver, Colorado. What's going on? John DeGraffenreich checking in from Mount Vernon. We got Lawrence Glover, hashtag new. Salute to you guys, man. All right, back to the phones. Let's go to Sean from Queens. Uh, I want to talk about the DSJ rumors. How you feeling, Sean? Hey, my man, JL. What's going on, brother? Yeah, it ain't JL. So you got the I wrong guy, you, man. Yeah. But what up, man? I mean, I'm sorry, bro. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But anyway, yo, like I said, man, um, I think I spoke to you last night, man. And um, I just wanted to say that. I've been a Knicks fan, man, forever, man. Like I said, I'm 56 years old, right? Okay. And I came up, I came up with Mark Jackson. I wouldn't prefer nobody else to be a coach but Mark Jackson. But you know, this breed of um, Knicks fan is 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 no patience, bro. 
you know how you buy a new car, man, and, and, and you, don't, you, don't, you don't know what you can get out of that car unless you push it? Yeah. I'm quite sure if we push him, he, he will deliver. Like like the caller said before me, he just don't seem like he's there, man. He just don't seem like he's part of the game, man. It's yeah. like he's going through something. You know, but I, I, would, I would advise, like, give him some more playing time, man. And let him let him produce, man. You know what okay. I'm saying? He will produce once once he out on the floor, you know. And um I just wanna say I've been a Nick fan, man, when they when they first lost when they first checked, you know what I'm saying? Wow, OG, like, we got an OG amongst and, us, no doubt, man. Yeah, right, right. And I've been going I go to the Nick game December first. Every my birthday's on December first and I, I okay. make sure I make a game on December first. What well, my right. point is saying is, like, you had KP, right? You traded KP for Dennis Smith. Now, with KP balling, we didn't give him the time, enough KP enough time to do what he had to do for whatever reason, you know, front office, whatever the reason. Now we got GSJ. He's not producing. Yeah. Now, well, I mean, you know, it's, it's different situations. I, I don't think they didn't have the patience for KP. I just think they took a gamble uh, with the cap space, and and you know, it just didn't it didn't work out. They got they got fleeced on the deal. I think they botched the whole KP trade. Um, it, it, it was a huge mistake by this front office, and I can't even watch Dallas highlights because I, I can't stand watching KP uh, uh, do well on another team because he should be here. They sh- they should have made all attempts um, to bring him back unless they had absolute assurances that they were gonna do well in free agency they they should have never traded him but it is what it is and, and he's not here but they messed up the trade um yeah shout out to shout out to sean yeah did y'all catch that that call from sean first he called me jay ellis and i was about to hang up on him in the beginning but i was like you know what it's the holidays we're gonna let him rock you know what i mean then he says yeah well i spoke to you last night he didn't speak to me last night because it's my first night back. But it is what it is, Sean. We appreciate you calling. He's an OG, so we show respect to the OGs, especially the ones that seen us from our glory days, from the championship days through to the Bernard era, the Buen era, and so on. So, you know, it, it is what it is. It is what it is. Uh, salute to everybody in the chat once again. Salute to uh, Bashir uh, Moise. What's going on, Bashir? Grown Simba, how you feeling? John1985 says, what could they really get for DSJ right now? I Beats me. You're not getting a first-round pick, so forget that. Um, somebody called before and said, be lucky if you get into a second round that's, you know, from a, from a poor team that you can technically call it a first round or a late first. I don't even know if you get that, to be honest. I don't know what team is, is going to want to um, take this guy on as a project because that's basically w- what you're talking about. Here. You're talking about an, another project. You're talking about another project. All right, back to the phone. Hit that thumbs up button for your boys. Let's go to um, Yanson from Jersey. I want to talk about the Carl Anthony Towns trade. Yanson, how you feeling, bro? Yeah, what's going on, CP? What's good, man? My first time calling in. Yeah, man, man. welcome to the show, man. Thank welcome man. to the family, bro. Thank you, thank you, thank you. But um, so I, when I first heard the news, you know, us Knicks fans, we started hearing about Cat coming or the rumors of picking up Cat. It's like an up and down feeling. Like you don't want it to be a situation like it's, like it was mellow. We got the team, but 
after after kind of really thinking about it, I mean, we could really gut some of this team, and it ain't going to really hurt us. Because back then when we gutted Melo, we gutted our young talent. We was stuck with just old guys like Terry off, you know, uh, Balkman. Like, yeah. We had no talent. But we could pretty much, even from a you know financial standpoint, because, you know, we overpaid guys like Bobby Portis and even um, – well, not that got overpaid, but $15 million. Uh, Bobby Portis didn't pay $15 million. We could package some young dudes up in there, maybe throw them a pick, and they ain't going to really hurt us. Ah, see, man, but this is the know. thing, though, Yancey, man. You're throwing out the 2K trades on me, man. You can't just say, uh, yeah. uh, you know, give me this dude, give me that dude, and a pick. That's just not going to get it done, man. You got to consider there's 30 teams in the league, bro. And a lot of these teams are going to have better packages to offer than the Knicks. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, and I, I, I agree with that. But the way I kind of look at it, and I think the, the, the problem is with New York, is like, yeah, we could develop the young talent, but it just, you know, what I'm worried about as I watch a lot of the games, we're not... We're not playing the young guys. We're playing the older guys. Who, so it's like, who, who's, to me, it's who's like, the young guy that's not playing to in, to your satisfaction? Like, Frank is not really playing. Kev is not really playing. Dots is not really playing. Freer is not really playing. Like, these guys are not really playing. Now, I get, you know, they're not playing on a consistent basis. So it's like, okay, well, if they're not playing on a consistent basis, and if we're supposed to be building this team through the draft and we're not playing them, then the way I kind of look at it is that you might as well just kind of, in a sense, the young guys, and I, I would hate to do that. Like, I would, I would really like the slow process of it, but it just don't seem like, I don't know, it just don't seem like the organization, to me, up top, is on the same page. Like, you hear news that we want to build team through the draft, but then at the same time, guys, you know, the uh, other free agents, they want to come here because we're not really playing our young guys. Yeah. So if you do bring an Anthony Townsend, that might, uh, you know, uh, other I get it. players might I get look it. like, okay, I might want to go there. Yeah, I but get it. I get it. He, he, the he, young guys. Yeah, I get it. Appreciate yeah. it. You're saying that Towns could be an attractive piece to a potential free agent that might want to play. Um, and, and by not playing the young guys, you know, you, you don't really know what you have. I think out of the youngsters, Dotson's getting plenty of minutes to me uh, off the bench, which is his role. I think Dotson's getting um, pretty good minutes. Frank started 24 out of, out of 20-something games. I mean, if we look at the box score right now from last night's game, you know, for... Um, <clears throat> RJ's getting, you know, RJ's RJ. He's starting. Knox is, okay, Knox's minutes, you want to see those bumped up a little bit. But you have, see, I would, see, I would, first off, I'm trying to trade Portis by any means necessary. And if I can't by the deadline, then I'll flip it and get Knox more of those minutes if I'm the coach. Peyton, same thing. I have no problem with Peyton getting much of the burn now. Even though I think they could use him on that second year of the deal just to continue to be that caretaker because Peyton is doing a good job um, on this offense. And there's no coincidence that uh, Randall is also benefiting from that. 
And I, I think Peyton is really providing a value to this team. So, But if they can get back into the first round, of course, you're going to try to trade him. Morris, you're going to try to trade. If you trade Morris, there goes your, your, your playing time for Knox. Mitch is getting his minutes. It's coming up, and, and I'm going to touch on Mitch in a second, but Mitch played 28 minutes last night. Frank is playing 14 minutes. Yeah, you want to see him do well, but he, he, you want to see him get those minutes, but he's got to do more with it. You know, once again, three points, one assist last night for Frank. He's got to produce with the minutes that he has. You know, you almost want him to come off the no, bench you know, the like I said yesterday, the uh, uh, against, against second-unit guys. But even this, all like doing said, that, he's not even doing much. They think whatever they want. I mean, last night, uh, again, he picks up five fouls. So last night was a, was a, a garden party for these Knicks. How do you pick up five fouls in that game? You know, Frank has to produce here. I'm a, I'm a Frank guy. I want to see Frank do well, but he's got to do something with those minutes, man. Step up to the plate. I see some of these teams that we play. I look at the Wizards game. I look at some of these lesser-known teams. That is an opportunity for Frank to step his game up and take advantage of his minutes. He started 23 out of 24 games. You got to get it together, man. Kev has got to get it together with his minutes. He looks all right some nights. And other nights, his defense is just trash. Dotson played 25 minutes last night. Dotson's getting where I think he should be getting. Now, last night, he didn't. He wasn't a good game for him last night. But Dot, Dotson is getting the minutes that I, I expect him to get. So, of the young guys, who are we really talking about? We're talking about ISO. He's not getting those minutes. DSJ's not getting much of those minutes. And Kev. I think those are the three that are are not really getting, you know, those minutes. But for the guys that are ahead of them, for the Paytons, for the Morrises, for the Portises, you hope that you, you can get, you know, greater than market value for them, for, for a team that, that uh, uh, you know, is looking for, for some help and for the stretch run. So we'll see. The two guys that are going to be the cornerstones of this team is right now, as of right now, is RJ and Mitch. And I think they, they're getting their minutes <clears throat> um, appropriately right now. I, I think they're getting their minutes appropriately. And, and I'm showing the highlights from um, the Knicks-Nets game last night. You know what? The, the two games that I missed as I was headed to Cali and headed back from Cali were the two wins. I missed the Hawks game, landed in Cali, and it's all got a nice convincing win. Landed at JFK last night, uh, right after the game ended. So, you know, good job by them. But I think overall from last night's game, what I like, I talked about Julius. Excellent, excellent game. I thought that was one of his best of the season. Um, when you when you see a more patient Julius, he, he's not trying to be the point forward. He's not trying to to overextend himself. You know, he's he's just he's he's getting the ball. He's operating a lot in isolation on the elbow on the lower block, and he was going to work. I like how they were getting Julius the mismatches um, on the screens. You're starting to see that a little bit as well. You're starting to see Julius get out on the smaller players, and and he's taking advantage of it. He shot the ball very well last night. Give credit where it's due, because I definitely wanted to trade him after that Wizards game. Um, I thought Mitch solid. Solid, solid effort. 10 points, 10 rebounds for Mitch. And again, he's stepping it up. From December 2nd 
from December 2nd when Mitch, when they got blown out by the Bucks by 30. And Mitch came out on Twitter and basically said, you know, I got to do better. He has. He has. He's been much more disciplined. Uh, last night, he was ferocious on the glass. I mean, I see Mitch getting grabbing rebounds over two, three nets, putting it back in. You know, had his way with DeAndre last night, student versus the teacher. A couple more pitbacks. I definitely want to see Mitch. He needs to, like, solidify his hands, though, when he's when he's trying to get those loose ball rebounds. See, a lot of time he misses those, and they end up either going out of bounds or the other team rips it from him. He's got to get a little bit strong in that regard, but I like what Mitch has been doing over these last 10 games or so. So he's definitely holding himself accountable, and that's good. You know, the funny thing about Mitch is that he gave credit to David Fisdale for uh, his his uh, his um, better play lately. Funny enough, uh, Mike Vorkanoff of The Athletic just dropped an article today where he interviewed Mitch, and, and Mitch said that when after that night in Milwaukee when they the Knicks got embarrassed, uh, Mitch texted Fizz and says he's got he's got to get better, and he said Fizz challenged him. He said for for every foul that you pick up, uh, you got to run for practice. So obviously Mitch didn't want to didn't want to take that on and take it for what it's worth. You know it is what it is. But he he gave credit to Fizz um, for for his improvement on the play. So those are the two guys you want to see. You want to see Mitch taking those steps. You want to see definitely see RJ taking those steps. But Unfortunately, last night, he didn't see that from the young guys. You know, RJ had a pretty rough night. Knox had a pretty rough night, and so did Frank. But uh, Mitch played well. Randall played well. And I thought the key to this game was Alfred Payton's third quarter. I thought that was the, the key to the game was Alfred Payton's third quarter was phenomenal. I thought although the offensive end, I think he had about... Um, how many points did he score? Was it 11 points? Let me pull up the box score. I thought Alfred's... Alfred's third quarter was phenomenal. He had 13 points. I think 11 of those came in the third quarter. Um, he, he, he He's just a floor general, man. And you just saw how he was commanding the offense, getting guys in order, getting guys in, in, in their proper positions, directing traffic, getting Julius together, getting in the ball where he needed it. I thought Pey- Peyton was solid last night, and, and I think that's what really... Um, help keep the Nets at bay. Even though the, the Nets did, did that on their own. I mean, the Nets scored eight two-point field goals for the whole game. Eight. That is a franchise low and a league low for the first time since 1950 that a team scored just eight two-point field goals or lower. That was even before the shot clock era. So, I mean, you know, yeah, yesterday the Knicks... Uh, offensively and defensively certainly click, but a lot of what um, made the game out of reach was the Nets just shooting the ball just absolutely poorly. I mean, they were just piss poor, and the Nets have been playing very well. So it is what it is. We'll take it. We will take that victory. Thank you very much. Battle of the Burrows, Act 3, goes to the Nets. Uh, to the Knicks, sorry. To the Knicks. So any Nets fans in the building right now watching... Um, yeah, we got you, man. We, we definitely got you. And for those of you interested, Act 4, the final act, will be uh, this January, January 26th. And we'll be doing a watch party uh, at Madison Square Garden. Not a watch party, but uh, another event for those of you that came with us to the sweet event 
uh, with me, Jay Ellis, and, and Knicks OmniFan. We're doing it again January 26th for the Knicks versus Nets game at MSG. Takes are 150 bucks. It's going to come with access to pregame shoot-around and access to the post-game free throw contest. Get a chance to be on the Madison Square Garden wood on the court and shoot your free throws. I am officially one for one in this contest. I came up just short opening night, and uh, and and I and I, I haven't been able to sleep that well. So Sunday, January twenty sixth, six p.m. Eastern time, we will be back at MSG. For those of you that can make it, the link is in the video description. We only got about forty tickets or so to sell, so definitely get in if you want to get in. It's a once in a lifetime experience. Uh, for those of you that want to especially shoot that free throw, it, it's it's unreal being on that Master Square Garden court. Haven't done so uh, plenty of times right now myself. So definitely hit the link in the bio if you guys are interested. My guys in the chat will uh, will will do that. Uh, we'll provide the link as well. So salute to everybody. Salute to Reaper, man. He said my wife did better than me this time around. Yeah, she did. She represented in heels, man. She definitely did. So uh, that was a good time. So hope hope to see some some new faces there and, and some old faces as well. All right, let's um get back to the phones. Billy Blanco from ATL is up next. Billy, how you feeling, man? What's really good? What's good? How you feeling, bro? Happy holidays, bro. Happy holidays, man. I just want to come, you know, a couple of subjects real quick. The mm-hmm. DSJ thing, real quick. Um, talking about trading them, you can't really get them back for them. So yeah. basically, in terms of uh, accountability and Knicks probably, you know, going towards uh, player development, put them in the G League. That's how hey, I see it. G-League. That's what I said Anybody from the jump. The throw them in the G League. Right now, <laughs> he's not worth much yeah. to you. Throw them in the yeah. G League. Hey, can we bring up Kenny Wooten for once? Please, can we get some more rim protection here? Yo, listen, with the way our roster's constructed all clumsy, if there's any speed bumps, G-League them. Move, move forward. Now, I wanted to tell you something. I, I saw something today on the Michael K show. They said something very interesting. Mm-hmm. And this goes out to the rest of my Knicks fans out there who, you know, talking about Carl Anthony Towns and all these super trades. The, the Knicks are not built for these trades. Right. And it's always a lose-lose situation with us. That's right. You remember, had we won plan A, if we had got Zion, Durant, and Kyrie, what would we have right now? Nothing. That's right. That's right. Because <laughs> they're all not playing. Facts. So, and, and, and Billy, what would, be, what would be the story? What would be the narrative based on how all of this is going <laughs> right now with KD out? With Kyrie always injured, and now with Zion, they're talking about with Zion, they got to teach him how to run and walk again. Exactly. Exactly. So right now, man, you got to be, you got to be thankful you got these youngsters. Develop the youngsters, do well in the draft, and move forward. I'm not even mad at DMJ. If he wants to be bum juice, he can go right in the gym. He can be bum juice. I have no problem with that. He's a What they'll do is implode and save the roster. And I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. The only guys that deserve to be next is guys who want to be next. I like the more of a cat. Everybody else, I really don't like them that much. Yeah. I hate 
I, I hear you, man, and, and appreciate the call, Billy, man. <laughs> Billy, he said, if he wants to be bum juice, let him be bum juice in the G League, and I totally agree with him. I've been telling you guys this. Throw him in the G League for right now. What do we have to lose? We have nothing to lose. Continue the development process. Um, <clears throat> the only issue is, is that you, you, you took him on the team option for next year. You took Frank on the team option for next year. And you're potentially looking to get a point guard again in the draft. You know, that that's the thing. is is The time is not waiting for none of these guys. Time is money, literally. And so... I don't, I, I don't know how they're gonna play this, but I, I think there's, there's a lot of smoke to it. Whether you're talking about the, the report from Ian Begley that the players, some players want out. You're talking about Shams now reporting that teams believe it's DSJ that wants out. I've even heard uh, from sources, my own sources, that they are shopping DSJ. So I think there is legs to it, and let, let's just see where the chips fall. But yeah, th- this was really a funny thing. Um, just seeing how this how this has played out. You look over at what's happening in Brooklyn with Katie and Kyrie being injured. Kyrie's always going to be injured. I mean, let's just be honest. You know, that was my that was my fears with bringing him here. I was only going to bring him here if Katie came here and we actually, you know, could have something exciting. But he, he's not going to hold up. He's not going to hold up and, and he's going to retire early. I think that's what's going to happen with Kyrie. Once his Nets deal is over, I can you can pretty much pack him up. Um, with With these two on the shelf... And with Zion, I mean, they're talking about having to, like, reinvent Zion. What would the narrative be if all of these guys landed with the Knicks? What would the narrative be right now? They would be killing us right now. Same old Knicks, getting these injured players, maxing out all these guys, this, that, and the third. You know. It's damned if you do, damned if you don't, man. But it, it's just interesting how this thing is, is playing out. And now Zion, Zion was supposed to be back like two, three weeks ago. And now they're talking about another two, three weeks delay. Don't be surprised if, if they just cancel him for the whole season. Real talk. Don't be surprised if they just cancel Zion for the whole season because this is a big deal with him, what, with what's going on. It, it was just a meniscus tear. But the the fact is, is that, uh, you know, they, the, the Pelicans are really going to treat this thing with, with kick gloves because it's serious, man. I mean, the, the injury risk with this kid at his weight, at his playing type, they are talking about teaching him how to walk and run again as a different part of his rehab. And, you know, a lot of people kind of clowning the, this, you know, this revelation that came out this week, but it, it's not, it's not out of the ordinary. If you talk to, if you talk to some of the, some of the experts, the scouts and, and the personnel uh, uh, executives that are out there, um, it's, it's certainly not out of the ordinary for something, something like this to happen. You know, you, you think about guys like um, even Steph Curry. Uh, had to kind of reinvent himself after he suffered all those ankle injuries when he first started. You know, they had to get Steph back right. They, you know, they his ankles were just so loosey goosey that he was just spraining them. You know, blowing in the wind. And so, you know, the Zion thing is very interesting. And I saw uh, Clarence Gaines had came out with a tweet uh, last night, I believe, that was saying that. Um, they should be looking in a running track. 
You know, a lot of these kids, he, he the way he puts it is that a lot of these kids don't know how to uh, run efficiently, turn their feet over, and, and change positions fast. And so he was saying a lot of these kids of uh, NBA today should, should look into a track coach. And it was funny that when he said that, it took me back to a conversation I was having with John Starks over the summer. When I had lunch with John Starks, and we were talking about um, we wanted to get his opinion on RJ. And this was back when they first drafted him. And one of the first things John Starks said to me was, he should look into getting a track coach. Because the way I see him moving in the summer league, his legs just ain't moving right. You know, they're just not turning. They're just not turning over correctly. So there could be something there. Could definitely be something there. Uh, but, I, but you know, I hope Zion definitely gets it together. But damn. If that, I'm not going to say that we dodged a bullet. But damn, if that was the Knicks, man, the, the whole league will be killing us. The whole league will be absolutely killing us, man. But that's what it is. We got our own problems. We got our own fist to fry, Knicks Nation. But salute to everybody in the chat. Once again, we got 700 people watching. Please hit that thumbs up for your boy on this Friday night, man. I'm happy to be back. Happy to be back talking Knicks with the family uh, and all the trials and tribulations. You know what I mean? Nothing like being a Knicks fan, man. Nothing like being a Knicks fan. So... Uh, it, it's it's uh, it's enough drama to last you ten seasons, and we get it all in half. So that's just that's just how it works, man. That that is just how it works. Jack Peters says he got his ticket to the Knicks versus Nets game. So Jack, I will see you there. Also, separate note: I'll be at the Laker game. If anybody's going to the Laker game, we'll, we'll definitely meet up as well. Let me know. Also, um, salute to Robert Paris in the chat. He says, Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you, Robert. Uh, thanks for always supporting us from day one. Uh, Vasily says, Should the Knicks trade Morris? Please answer this. Yes. Simple. Um, Michael Ray sends us a super chat. He says, Glad you had a safe travel. Happy holidays. DSJ, Trier are must go. How about Trier and DSJ to Atlanta for Cam Reddish? I don't see that happening. You know, I don't see that happening, but uh, I would certainly take a gamble. You know, Trey's interesting, man. I, I want to see us try to find a way to utilize this guy's talent. I mean, this guy, he is probably the most talented uh, uh, wing that we have, you know, at the two guard or in the backcourt. Uh, obviously, yes, he has his weaknesses to his game, but I just wish we found a way to keep him here. I think he does have a lot of talent, and I, I think he he will be elsewhere. I, I don't. I'm not sure if they keep him, especially with the fact that they're going. They're gonna probably end up with another wing player or or backcourt player, um, in the draft. So I, I think again that moves everybody along the chain. And if you haven't been playing, if you haven't been producing, I don't know if there's a way they keep him. I don't know if there's a way. Uh, there's a way you keep him. Christopher Blake says, why would you want Cam Reddish? Oh, well, yeah, listen, no doubt about it. He's not playing well. Don't don't get me wrong. It would just basically be uh, a project for a project in terms of DSJ. In terms of DSJ. Well, he certainly has tools. He certainly has tools. I think he has a size. I think he has a length um, that, that you're looking for. But to be honest, I told you guys from, from last summer that Cam Reddish left college too early. I think that's a problem with DSJ. 
I think that's the problem with a lot of with Kevin Knox. I think that's a, that's a lot. You know, I think that's the problem with a lot of these kids, man. They're leaving early and not coming in ready, mentally ready, physically ready, and, and, and they just need a lot of coaching. It's a lot of projects coming into league right now. I think overall it has watered down uh, uh, the, the the overall product. You know, I was talking to my guy Sean Shepard about that as well. I was talking to my guy Sean Shepard about that in LA um, last week as well. A lot of these kids left early, man, left too early. And they need a lot of seasoning, Cam Reddish included. And but but we pointed to ISO, ISO. I believe he was a three-year player at Zona. Correct me if I'm wrong. Three or four years. And and he came and hit the ground running. Now obviously that's not the case with everybody, but just you know something interesting to something interesting to to ponder. All right, let's go. A um, couple more calls. Keep it in Georgia. Orlando's up next. How you feeling, bro? What's going on, CP, man? How you doing, bro? Good, man. How you feel, bro? Hey, man, lifelong Knicks fan, man. I watch every show, man. You know, I keep up with my Knicks and salute to you and Jay Ellis, man. But, man, I'm just fed up, man. Fed up, man. Mm. Fed up because, you know, I like DSJ, man. You know, I seen what he was in D- uh, Dallas. I seen what he was when he came here. He wanted to be here. You can see him putting up almost triple doubles, throwing him off the backboard. He's exactly what, you know, a point guard is supposed to be in today's NBA. I like Frank, too, but we know Frank is not the type of point guard that we need in today's NBA. You know, he tries hard on defense, and we Knicks fans, we like people that try hard on defense, but he ain't stopping nobody. You know, he he played his best game against Luka, but he ain't stopped Luka. He ain't stopped Young. He ain't stopping nobody. You know, Peyton... He's still young, but, you know, shooting off the side of the backboard, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's the problem. That's the problem with Peyton, man. We need a point guard bag, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, but DSJ, you know, I, I think it just falls on the whole Knicks organization, man, because we don't put the confidence, we don't develop the players right, you know what I'm saying, at, at all, you know. Knox yeah. um, not getting no playing time. Trier, he, he's deadly. He's a deadly weapon, but we're not using him. Not no plays for no time, you know. So it's like, what what are we doing? We're putting all our stuff in to Morris, you know, and we don't know if we're gonna trade him. Is he gonna be here or not? Sometimes we got like three power fours out on on the court, and there's no offense to really utilize what they do. It's no defense to to stop anybody. Yeah, yeah, you know, I'm a I'm a Knicks fan. I like everybody that put on the jersey, but I really don't like how Randall don't really try on defense at all. He really don't play defense, man. Hang in there. He man. always just want to score. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, you know, with DSJ, man, you know, I don't think he had the playing time this year or the confidence level, people putting the backing behind him to really get out there and, and play like he know how to play. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, you know, Frank then started all these games. You know, he tries, but he's really not stopping nobody. You know, everybody said he's a good defender, but he's not making Patrick Beverly plays or anything like that, not even – any type of moments of the game. Yeah. And when it counts most in the fourth quarter, he ain't stopping nobody. You know what I'm saying? So, we, you know, if we're going to give up on DSJ, I feel like he'll be like folks. You know, trade him somewhere. Somebody going to put confidence behind him, and you're going to see the potential. We've already seen it before. This year he had 17-7, and seven, you know. So, it's like. Yeah, but, I mean, it know, seems we, like, and good call. I mean, it seems like he's going down every year, though. That's the thing. You see, with DSJ, it just seems like. He's just regressing year in and year out. I mean, the Mavericks couldn't wait to to get this guy out of there, man. You know, they didn't they didn't even try 
to uh to to make it work with with him and Luca. I, I don't know. I'm not sure what what the the issue is with um with DSJ is. I say go go to the G League. I'm with Billy. Throw him in the G League. Bring up Kenny Wooten, man. We need uh uh paint protection. Kenny Wooten's down in Westchester just throwing shots uh, across the half court left and right. Bring Kenny Wooten back. And and and, and let, let's go. Let's go with it. Salute to um I want to salute uh Glennis Wright. Salute to Glennis Wright. He says, let's get Brandon Ingram in here. Of course. Uh, hey, Brandon Ingram is having an outstanding, outstanding season right now. Why wouldn't the Pelicans keep him? You know, with 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 Zion as an insurance policy at the very least, or to play with Zion, especially when you don't know what you're gonna get from him. If, if hopefully these injuries don't become a uh, a repeat situation. But hey, of course, of course, I would take Brandon Ingram on this call. We need as much talent as we can get, man. And, and Brandon Ingram, see, he's certainly having a coming out party this year. So give credit to him. Shout out Hospi, London, England, checking in in the building. What's going on? Brownsville in the building. BK heavy. Omar, how you feeling? I I, I would definitely take uh, Brandon Ingram. No, no question about it. Um, Escott says, why isn't Kenny Wooten on this team? Your, your guess is as good as mine, fam. I do not understand it. Every night we go in shorthanded uh, uh, in, in the paint. And it's just, it it boggles my mind. But you have a shot blocker in the D-League. You didn't give him a two-way contract. You gave it to Ivan Robb. He's, neither one of them are up here right now. And Wooten's supposed to be the better defender of the two, based on my research. And so, I don't know. I'm not sure. You're going to have to ask, um, you know, between Mills, Perry, and Allen Houston, what the deal is with that. I, I just don't understand it. I just don't understand it. Um, who else is in here? What's going on? So we got Spring Valley in the building. Somebody checked in from Canada. All my Canadians in here, eh? What's going on? Salute to you guys. Somebody had checked in from uh, Ontario, Canada earlier. I forgot the name, but salute to you guys. Uh, everybody, wherever you guys are watching from. Dan Wynn says he's in Orlando right now. Um, so salute salute to those guys as well. Absolutely, man. A um, couple of things we got coming up. We're, we're going to do our, uh, our decade recap on Monday. It, it's been 10 years. Uh, we're going into a new decade and... Last 10 years have been really uh, just just missed opportunity for the Knicks. I, I feel like it, the decision really uh, snowballed everything um, out of whack for the Knicks. So uh, we're going to touch on that, man. We'll, we'll do our all-decade team. We'll, we'll do a little twist to it. We see everybody kind of doing their all-decade teams. And obviously with the Knicks not having that good of players, a lot of the, the lineups are the same. But we're going to have a little fun with it. Take your calls. Is kind of we recap kind of the best and the worst moments of the of the decade. So that's gonna come on on Monday. Um hit that thumbs up button for you boy. We got seven hundred and fifty watching on YouTube alone. Salute to you guys watching on Facebook, Twitter, and Twitch as well. Alright, a couple more calls before I get out of here. Let's go to uh my guy Zay from Maryland. Zay came and rocked with us uh for the first uh watch party at the garden for opening night. Zay, how you feeling man? I'm good man. How you feeling? Good man. What's going on? Good, good. Uh, yeah, um, my take on the DSJ thing, I wanted to speak on two things. Just the DSJ thing and just kind of like people's like, 
people trying to get rid of Randall as well. So with the DSJ thing, man, it's like how many times do we have to just give up on players and send them elsewhere, you know? It's like he was doing okay in Dallas. It's like at some point we got to look at our own team and realize, like, our team isn't instilling any confidence in these players to go out there and really be able to just burn, just be able to, like, be themselves. So it's like I feel like DSJ has something that, you know, if he had the right confidence and if he had the right coach to say, hey, go out there and make your mistakes, but at least try to really put some effort into it, you can, you know, do what you need to do. And I, I think it would definitely, like, help with his confidence and, you know, to where he's playing with a little bit better, a lot, a lot better than what he's doing now. Um, that's just my take on DSJ. And then with the Randall thing, I hear people saying trade Randall. People were saying trade Randall before. And then look how Randall's playing now. It's like at some point we need some type of patience with, you know, let allowing players to mess up and giving them a chance to really get their uh, get get comfortable to be able to play. Now look at Randall. He, he's what, averaging 30-something in the past, like, five games maybe. Yeah. It's like let's stop, like, just giving up on players so quick and give players the chance to really develop and then also just build on what we're missing. You know what I'm saying? Instead of just flipping the team every year, we need to be able to just build and plug in the holes. Instead of just flipping the team and get rid of everybody and start all over again, just cut the fat and build on that. That's just kind of all my take on, on, on what okay. we need to do instead of just flipping the team every year and giving up on people. Appreciate it, man. Good points, good points. We we need continuity is what Zay is saying, and I hear him. I hear him. I was ready to trade Randall after after that Wizards game. I'm sorry. I was just – I was tight, man. I, I, I was tight. I came out with a video the next day. I was ready to trade him, and I still would if we get a good price. But um, I hear what you're saying. He he is a player, and, and previous callers have said the same thing. He is a player that, listen, you got him for uh, the upside that he can still bring to the team. He is a talented player, no doubt about it. I just think, as you said, from a patience standpoint, your patience wears thin when a guy who ideally should be your third option on a on a talented team or your fourth option on a very talented team is your number one option, and he's kind of trying to do everything to win the games for you or, you know, in one possession. And sometimes, especially with Randall, those leads to turnovers, boneheaded play. And, uh, he's got to pick it up on the defensive end, that's for sure. Has to pick it up on the defensive end. If he's going to be the guy, he has to pick it up on the defensive end. Um, but I hear you. I hear you. I'm, I'm willing to be patient with him. He, he has come through over these, you know, last few games. He looks like he's settling in. Uh, and, and let's just let's just see where it goes from there. With DSJ though, again the question is, where's the playing time going to come from? Where's the playing time going to come from? Unless again, like a, like I was saying earlier with the Portis or so, unless you get to the trade deadline and you can't find a buyer for Peyton, then as an organization, do you say, okay, we have Frank here, we have DSJ here? We need to prioritize them and see what we have here or what we can get here because we know what Peyton is. We know who Peyton is. Maybe they go that way. But I'm telling you, man, the the Peyton acquisition was the worst thing for the development of Frank and DSJ. Now, at the same time, you know, the cream rises to the top. And they have not yet shown that 
they are ready to take the reins from them. And so that's on them. A um, couple more calls. We got Dan and Joe. Dan from Long Island. What's going on, man? How you feeling? Yo, welcome home, CP, man. Welcome home. Thank Hope you, man. You enjoyed your trip. Yeah, man. It was a great trip. Great trip. Nice uh, relaxation. How, how you feeling? Yeah, good. Listen, I'm glad I, I got I caught you tonight because I didn't even know about that watch. But I just bought four tickets, man. I'm bringing my wife. Oh, my appreciate and buddy, so. Thanks, man. See you then, Dan. See you then. All you right. better work on your free throws yeah, early, yeah, so. man. Don't come, because I'm, uh, well, now no, that I man, know, I'm, Dan, I'm throwing you on the live stream when we hit the court, so you better be ready to represent oh, for the geez, fans. Yo. Listen, listen, man, listen, man, I'm going to be there, it's, a, it's a, I'm not trying to do no commercial, but if anybody tries to buy tickets off StubHub, you know, that's, that's the price you're getting for a ticket off StubHub for that game anyway, right. so it's a great deal, so if they're down, man, they should be there, so I'm not trying to do you no commercials, that's I just the reality, it. that's the market, you know Appreciate the support, man, yeah, I, so, I hope um, to see everybody there, thank you. I, I, yeah, 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 yeah. And like I said, my, my son is player in the high school. They're not too young to go, right? The, the kids are welcome. No, no, that, well, right? everybody's welcome, man. It's a it's a family affair for sure. Yeah. All right, good. Yeah. All right, good, 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 good. Listen, so here's what I wanted to say: just just two things. You know, regarding DSJ. Listen, something's wrong with the kid. I don't know him, obviously, but he came into and I know he had problems with his family, so I'm very sensitive to that. But mm-hmm. let's be honest, man. It's it's Christmas, and he's still out of shape. You know, he's got yeah. a gut like he's been drinking beers all summer. He, he don't look good. He don't look like he's he's been in the gym. And 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 that's just he's too young, man. He's a he's a kid. He's a kid. He can't look like that at that age, bro. Professional athlete. Yeah. And and you know, I just think that says if you don't take your craft that seriously, that's why I'm very fascinated. You know, teams will take a flyer on him because he's got incredible talent. But the reality is, I just don't think he's ready to play. And you, he could blame the Knicks. He needs to look in the mirror and blame himself. That's that's number one. Fair. And then regarding Carl Anthony Towns, man, this scares me. I'll tell you why. First of all, we're not getting him. Yeah. So I don't think we have the assets to get him. But the fact that this being spoken about means that Will's I mean, that means that Mills still has his hands on the steering wheel. And I thought Dolan was going to relieve him of these types of responsibilities. And and you know. Look, I think anybody who saw the game last night, that's the big team I think we expected, right? A couple of veterans to steer the ship, and they did last night. You know, the young kids play. Hey, Mitch had a good game. RJ didn't. You know, uh, but, but that's kind of what I expected. I expected a 28-32 to 32 win season, you know? And I thought last night was part of it. But I just think we have to be... You know, we have to be patient, man. We yeah. just have to be. This is these are the, this is what we've been given. And you know, the caller earlier, I think it was a gentleman from Baltimore, or whatever, when he was talking about the Carmelo deal. Remember, we made the Carmelo deal mm-hmm. over Donnie Walsh's objection, and Donnie Walsh was gone like two weeks yeah. later. It seems like you yeah. know, after that deal got done. And, and my thing is, listen, if you can get Carl Anthony Towns, don't get me wrong, he's a kid, he's on a sweet contract. You know, you get him, but we're not going to get him. So no, that needs to him. get out of our head. Mills needs, Mills needs to stop making phone calls. You know what I mean? And, and and the other part of it is, too, like, listen, I think we should be player-friendly. So if a guy like DSJ wants to go, and if we can accommodate him, we should. Yeah. But, you know, what are you going to get for him? Or some ba- you know, some basketballs or something? Yeah, Who's going to give nothing. you anything for DSJ right now? <clears throat> nothing. So that's what I don't. I don't understand all this. All this talk, and 
one last thing, man, mm-hmm. and I know, CP, you have some relationships with some of these guys uh, in the media, but listen, to Begley, with all due respect, you know, that tweet today, some players are not happy or some yeah. players want to be or won't be unhappy with a trade. Listen, either you say their names or you don't. I mean, that's something like that six, you know, six-year-old girls do that. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. You know, I know something, but I can't tell yeah, you. You know, yeah. what is that? Or, or, or <laughs> even even Berman's article with Towns was like, a person who's spoken to the front office, you know, they, that's how these guys these drop these things. Sometimes it could be the agent. Sometimes it could be the front office guy himself. He just, or sometimes they could just be pulling out of their ass. You, you just don't know. No, I know, but CP, you know what it is, though? We're still hungry as a fan base that we see something like that and we go berserk. And my concern is, my concern is that Dolan, like, listen, I wouldn't be surprised. I'm not kidding you right now. I wouldn't be surprised if Dolan, forget about people who work for Dolan. I wouldn't be surprised if Dolan's checking in on you and all the other fan shows around, because I'm telling you right now, that cat is very sensitive to the fan. And sometimes, you know, that's a mistake. I mean, I'm glad that he likes to listen to the fans, but listen, You know, with all due respect, you know a lot about basketball. I, I, I'm, I'm a, I'm a big fan, but I'm not a professional basketball talent evaluator. Right. You don't listen to me. You right. know what I mean? <laughs> and I just, that's what scares me. Anyway, listen, CP, welcome home. I'm glad you're on tonight, um, and I look forward to seeing you and all the other Knicks fans. Yes, sir. Uh, and again, man, anybody who's listening, if 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 you, it's a it's a great price, man. I'm not kidding. I mean, I know 150 dollars is not is not light money, but if you were planning to go to that game and you were gonna and you want to sit up in the bridges, you'd be paying probably about two twenty five for a ticket that night. So they should jump on this if they're interested. Appreciate it, Dan. Take care, right? I'll appreciate it, man. See you then, man. Always appreciate it. Appreciate Dan. Good call. And uh, hey, Dan just bought four tickets to the game. Knicks versus Nets, the final act of the Battle of the Boroughs. So Dan's going. Hey, Dan, I told you, man. Practice your free throws because we're putting you on the spot. For the chat, for everybody who can't make it, Dan is coming to the game, and uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll see if if he can make his free throws. But um, sounds good. Sounds good. Yeah. Again, on the DSJ thing, it is disheartening, man, because he's he's a talented kid. Uh, but again, the injuries and the the shape, you know, the the issue with just being in shape is certainly concerning. I would say again, you know, throw him in the G League and, and and see if you can if you can you know get his head straight. You, you know, definitely get his head straight. Um, the patience thing, just like you said, just like Zay said, we have to have it. I'm guilty of it. Uh, I'm I'm no different than any other fan. Uh, I hate when we lose games that we should have won. I hate when dudes make boneheaded plays. I hate when we don't play defense. I hate when it looks like a, a, a coach is making a, a, a an error that you know is, you know he shouldn't be making, and it's just it's just natural, man. <laughs> we've been we've been losing for a long time, you know. Let's just be real, we've been losing for 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 a long time. So the impatience is very natural. And uh, in, in terms of Dolan checking in, hey, he might if Dolan's a fan of Knicks fan TV, hey. Salute to him, man. But I do, I do think they they have a pulse on what's going on within Nick's Twitter, uh, within the YouTube as well. I'm, I'm sure they check on it. Uh, I'm sure they they certainly check on it. You know, maybe the Alan Hahn show. You know, maybe they caught wind of it. We'll we'll, we'll see. But uh, you know, I don't. The, the, you did mention something interesting, and it is. And I've said it a couple times. It's what type of 
power or what type of moves is Mills really trying to make here between now and February? We'll see. We'll see. I don't see any blockbusters on the horizon. Uh, I do see a, um, a Morris trade coming up. I do see a um, a potential DSA trade coming up. Maybe ISO, maybe Ellington. But that's about it, really. I don't see any of the other other young players going like that. But as far as a blockbuster type deal, I don't know. Even if they wanted to make it, I I just don't see that we just don't have that depth to uh, to make those type of moves, and and it, and it makes sense. So I, I don't know. Um, but again, thanks for the call, Dan. Um, all right, last call of the night. We're gonna keep it in Long Island. Joe, you are the closer for the night. Joe, how you feeling, man? What's up, brother? How you feeling, bro? I'm feeling well. I'm feeling well, man. Listen, uh, regarding Cat, I believe that you know if we if we can get Cat, we should do whatever we think, whatever we can, like you know, to get him. Like it's no question. As this fact, in my opinion, we have like you know three untouchables, like you know, in the team. We have Mitch, Barrett, and um, uh, 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 um, Mitch, Barrett, and um, Kevin Knox. We can keep him. Mm-hmm. Everybody else, everybody else, if we have to get Cap, we have to get him, no matter what, no matter what the price. As long as we're not including Mitch or Barrett, like you know, we should try to get him. <laughs> so, what's your price? How many, how now, many years first round picks are you gonna give Minnesota? Because they don't want anything else. Why would they? Hey, listen, first round picks are like you know, currency of hope. Like you know, you don't know what you're gonna get. You know, Joe, man, when the Knicks are that bad, it's they're, they're worth something, man. I know you don't know what you're gonna get. <laughs> if you're talking about unprotected, you get, come on, you man. Know, you're not actually getting from cat. When you when you lose out on KP. When you lose out on KP, and Cat was from that same draft, you were supposed to get him. Carl Anthony Towns went. Hello? What he went first? Yeah, he went first. Yeah, that that was, get, what, what was what was that the Maurice Endo Dower situation where we lost out? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So now, if you have an opportunity to get him. After you lost on KP, you get him at any cost. Now, you're going to have, if you can manage, if you get cut, and you can manage to keep, like, you know, uh, uh, Morris, like, you know, for next year. You can trade Morris, you keep him. But Rendo would have to go. Portis would have to go. But that's the thing. Yeah, you, you, yeah but you, yeah, but I don't know, Joe, that, that, that's a fantasy world, man. And I appreciate the call, man. That's a fantasy world, man. That's another thing with Cat. You got to figure out how to offload uh, Randall. You got to trade this guy, this guy. Then you trade all your lottery picks. Who's going to play point guard? Right? Who, who's going to be your shooters? How you build? How are you building your team with Carl Anthony Towns if, if you're giving up half of your assets? I don't agree that first-round picks are just, you know, crapshoots. If that was the case, you would have teams mortgaging their future left and right. The smart ones don't do that. They build their team with those picks to become Carl Anthony Towns. You can't take those shortcuts, Joe. 
can't take those shortcuts, man. I'm not doing it. At any cost, no. There's a cost. There is a cost for a guy like Towns, and I, and I'm not ready to. I'm not ready to just. He's not LeBron James, man. Like like you know, there's only certain guys who any cost is worth it. It's LeBron. A couple years ago, Kawhi Leonard, Steph. That's probably it. Real talk. <laughs> That's probably it. You're talking about the superstars of the league. They're superstars. Almost ungodly levels. Not for Carl Anthony Towns, man. I'm not doing that. Count me out, Joe. But appreciate the call. Happy holidays to you. Thank you for always supporting. Um, salute to everybody that's in here, man. We got a ton of people in here. Uh, we, we definitely salute you guys. And we'll be back tomorrow night. We got a game tomorrow night. Knicks versus Wizards. Knicks are in. Um, they are in D.C. Knicks are in D.C. Uh, playing the Wizards. Will it be a revenge game? Uh, I'm hearing Bradley Beal might not play. Does that even matter knowing the Knicks... Probably not. So <laughs> strap up and get ready for another uh, tough one. An- another barn burner, man. But anyway, salute to everybody who checked in. Great to be back. Great to hear from you guys. We went a half hour over what I was planning to do. But um, hey, it was good to hear from you guys. Please share these videos. Please share these videos on social media. Text the Knicks fan. Text your friend, your cousin, your family who's a Knicks fan. They don't know about this show. Even if they're a basketball fan, text somebody a show link to this show right now. Share it on Facebook. Share it on Twitter. We want more people in here. Hit that thumbs up. Subscribe to the channel. Hit that notification bell and share these videos. I guarantee you we will reach 20,000 subscribers before the All-Star break. I'll do my part. I need you to do your part. Share these videos. Hit the thumbs up. Leave a comment in the chat. Leave a comment on this video. And and uh, just let the world know about Knicks Fan TV, man. Number one show for the fans, by the fans. Certainly appreciate you guys. Thanks for everybody who tuned in. Thanks for everybody who called in. All the super chats. Remember, get your Scotch Porter products 50% off. The link is in the bio. And uh, Knicks versus Nets, January 26th. Battle of the Burrows, the final act. Meet me there. Dan's going to be there. Jay Ellis is going to be there. We're going to be on the court. Pre-game shoot-around. Court side for pre-game shoot-around. On the court for the free throw. The best deal in town. You're not getting a better deal. And it's uh, it's all for the fans, man, of Knicks Fan TV. Remember, this show is available in audio podcast format. Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, Amazon, Alexa, and uh, Stitcher. All on the Knicks Fan TV. The links are in the bio, in the video description as well. So don't forget that. Shout out Jack Peters. See you there, Jack. Max, appreciate you. SP, appreciate it. Reaper Man, hopefully I'll see you there. I saw you open tonight. Uh, hopefully I'll see you there. Salute to Buy Houses. Just subscribe. So welcome to the family. Buy Houses. Uh, I got a house already, but maybe if I need another one, I'll holler at you or Steve the Realtor down in Florida. Love to get a Florida property. Um, Optimus 2G. Appreciate it. John Talento, always appreciate it. First one in here. Ricky D. Jamal Simpson, appreciate it. All the mods. Bashir, appreciate it. I'm out of here, people. See you guys tomorrow night. You know where I'll be. See you then. Number one show for the fans, by the fans. I'm out of here. Peace. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. 
Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried and true bestsellers, Movement has something she'll love. And right now you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com.